0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The word desert occurs in two of our three readings this morning. So I think probably the best approach to things today is to have a geography lesson. I was always pretty good at geography when I was in school, so uh, I might go on too long if I get steamed up here. When you hear the word desert, many people, of course, have rather uh, tentative feelings immediately. You think of a vast, barren expanse, such as the Sahara Desert that covers much of northern Africa. Or here in our own country, perhaps out in southern California, you've been through the Mojave Desert. Those are what we usually think of when the word comes up. Uh, But we always, even if you've been through there, if you've had to drive from Phoenix to Los Angeles or the other way around, uh, we go through the desert, but we're very careful about it. We have our cars and our campers well-equipped with ice and fuel and air conditioning and all the comforts of home, and, and we stay on the hard paved surface and uh, that's the image we have of desert. Uh, Deserts are not the places most people go uh, to spend time on vacation. Unless you're a nut like some of these people who like to explore wild and dangerous places. Uh, Most of us like more comfortable vacation spots. Deserts are uh, life-threatening in a sense, Water is scarce. Uh, There are many dangers there. Uh, Survival is an issue. Uh, Strangely enough though, I think people down through history have had a kind of ambivalent relation to deserted places like that. Uh, We fear them and we are attracted to them in the same way. So, since we have desert occurring in several of our scriptures today, I think it's a place to begin on this second Sunday of Advent. As a matter of fact, I would suggest to you that all through Advent and Christmas, if you pay attention to the geography that is presented to us, it is helpful to understand what is going on spiritually. Let's go back a little bit and uh, sometimes when I give talks to different groups in uh, my prison ministry that includes not only Christians but people of other faiths, I try to point out to them, uh, I, we're trying to find something that we hold in common, uh, if you think about it, all three of the monotheistic religions uh, that are dominant in the world, Christianity, Judaism... Islam, all of them had their origin in the desert. In fact, not too far from each other out in the Sinai wilderness. And I think there is a reason for that. I think God can be heard better in the desert. Uh, Jesus, Muhammad, uh, Abraham, all these people in our scriptures uh, heard the word of the Lord in the desert not in Alexandria, Egypt, Babylon, Athens, Rome, any of the big population centers, because they were too busy with their own human concerns, and God cannot be heard in a crowded environment. God wants solitude and quiet and desert to be revealed. And so, if you look at our scriptural traditions, Just think about all the things of many things that are important in our religion. happened in the desert. Starting way back with Moses and the burning bush. He was out in the deserted places with his flock uh, when that occurred. After uh, the Jews were delivered from slavery in Egypt, they spent 40 years wandering around in the Sinai Desert before they ever came to the Promised Land. Down through the Old Testament, just about every single prophet before uh, he got into his ministry was called out into the desert to hear what God wanted him to do. Right on to John the Baptist that we heard in uh, this morning's gospel. He didn't operate in Jerusalem, He was down by the Jordan River in the desert and people had to go to him. He didn't come to the city to do his ministry. Jesus spent 40 days of penance in the desert before he began his ministry and even down through Christian history right to the present time. So many of our great saints have been hermits and solitary people who spent time away from the human population to hear the word of the Lord so uh, deserts are important and uh, in today's first reading Isaiah says in the desert prepare the way of the Lord make a highway for the Lord in the wasteland wasteland where there is no life Mark says that John the Baptist appeared in the desert proclaiming the word of the Lord. Deserts are where God can be heard not in places with many distractions. So I think there is a very simple and easy lesson for us uh, in our spiritual lives. Uh, Sometimes we have the ability to go to a deserted place. That's why we have retreat houses and places that are away from the hub and bub of of human commerce so that people can in quiet and solitude hear the word of the Lord. It's wonderful if you can uh, make your schedule work and you can take time off to do such things. But the interesting thing is you don't have to go to the desert physically. The desert will come to you. I promise you, it happens to every single person. Maybe not a physical desert where you're thirsty and have a lot of hot sun and things like that, but you may have the desert of loneliness, the desert of sickness and disease, the desert of financial ruin. I promise you, it's different for all of us, but all of us will experience the desert before we leave this earth, in one way or another. And it all depends with what you do with the experience. Deserts can be places that are death-dealing and dangerous and negative. Or as people of the Spirit have discovered down through the centuries, deserts can also be places of blessing and grace. It all depends how you approach it. And so I urge you during... The last two weeks that remain of this Advent season, to carve out some time and space where you can spiritually enter into the desert, where you are quiet, and God can get a word in edgewise. It's so easy during this time of the year. You know, Christmas started weeks ago in in the malls and all those places. Uh, What a terrible shame. The noise and the lights and everything else. uh, It distracts us. That's why God cannot be heard in such places. And so we have to be very careful. And you have to really work at it to find a quiet place in your life where God can speak to you. So do whatever it takes during these last two weeks of Advent to go to the desert like those people who went out to hear John the Baptist. you got to stop all the activity and listen and learn. Christmas, of course, we pay attention to places. We decorate our churches and our homes and everything else. uh, And that's wonderful. But it's important for us to realize that before Christ comes, we have to empty ourselves. Jesus himself, of course, is the best example of that. Uh, Our faith teaches that the second person of the Blessed Trinity did not consider being God something he should cling to. It would have been very convenient for Jesus to remain as the second person of the Trinity and enjoy the community of Father and Spirit in the kingdom of heaven. But Jesus came into the desert of our human condition to share that experience with us and to show us how to make suffering and pain not a source of curse, but a source of blessing. So celebrate Advent actively and attentively. Listen to the word of the Lord as He speaks to you in the desert. In the name of the Father and of the Son,